Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. I'm ready to, I'm ready to receive this word because I don't think this word's just for you. I think it's for me too. Amen. You know, as we get into his word, I just believe that God's word will not return to his empty. And God's just God's blessing us with each word, each time that we come to the house of God. We had a powerful move of God this Thursday night. Amen. With Norman Harris came and brought the word of God. It was so powerful. And I do have to tell you something, because uh, Norman Harris, whenever he was preaching, and we were talking about how Dan, uh, Pastor Dan, uh, Iris's brother, is on life support in Denver, we had prayed for him that night. Well, he had a young man that he had taken care of when he was in Florida, him and his wife, and, and he was on life support also. But he gave me a text just the, yesterday, or day before yesterday, it was Friday, I believe. Uh, I'm sorry, my days are going together with all the things that are going on. But I think it was on Friday that uh, Norman gave me a text message and said that the young man in Florida is responding to music. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. And they, they took it the next step and they took him off life support. And now he's still responding to hand grips and in 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 his eyes. So so if God can do it for him, he can do it for anybody. Amen. And, and to God be the glory, you know, uh and I gotta tell this testimony also. Pastor Dan been suffering. We all been suffering. And God is doing an amazing work. They were t- slowly taking him uh, off his medication, and one of his uh, kids went in, I, I don't remember who it was, my brother-in-law, I think it was, walked in, and his eyes came wide open, still on life support, but his eyes came wide open, tears began to stream down his face. Come on, you know something's happening in the spiritual realm whenever the tears are streaming down somebody's face. Because God hears those prayers through those tears. And God wants you to know something. Your prayers are not going in vain. Your prayers are being answered by God. Because not only that, He was able to squeeze people's hands. He's able to give gestures to let them know He's still alive. To God be the glory. So we just want to say thank you for those prayers. Continue them because they're getting ready to take him completely off life support. Hallelujah. And guess what? He's going to come here and preach. Why? Because it's been prophesied. Come on. It's been prophesied. He's going to come to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma and give his testimony. To God be the glory. It's going to go around this world. Hallelujah. I don't know. I don't realize if you know how many people are being touched around the world through these messages. We think it's just happening right here, but there's people, we're getting people uh, texting me from uh, uh, Australia, 
from, from Africa, from uh, Pakistan, all over the world, are re- we're reaching, hallelujah, through our YouTube, through our Facebook, to God be the glory. Hallelujah, that lives are being changed. Hallelujah. So today, I want to just take a moment and share the word that God has today. And the Holy Spirit gave me one word for today, for this message. And if I was to go ahead and give it a title, I would entitle it this, Steps. Mm. Steps. Have you ever experienced a roadblock in your life? I'm not talking about the kind that police put up barriers and try to catch drunk people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, have you ever just been walking around in life and all of a sudden a roadblock gets put up in your life? A a setback gets put up, a barrier gets put up, and bam, it brings you to a stop. You thought this was a good thing. You thought God was doing a good thing in your life, and then all of a sudden everything just stops. Then suddenly, there's nowhere to go. Life can be confusing at times, can it? Roadblocks are the fact of life. Sometimes roadblocks can cause us to adjust our course. Sometimes we need to stop and go back, and sometimes we simply need to plow on through the roadblock. No matter what gets put up in in front of us, we got to recognize that the enemy wants to try to bring a roadblock into each one of our lives. And you know, it doesn't usually happen unless we're pressing in on God. Have you ever noticed that? (laughs) That the roadblocks of life never happen until you're getting closer to God. You start being faithful to church. You start coming to church. You start coming to prayer. You come and eat some donuts in the morning. Then you take it the next level and you start coming to Thursday night services. And, And it seems like the closer you get to God, the more roadblocks we end up happening in our life where it tries to keep you from coming to church. That's exactly what the enemy wants. That's exactly what the enemy has designed is to try to put roadblocks in your life to keep you from getting closer to God. And we've got to recognize the roadblocks that are in our life. No matter what area of our life it is in, whether it's our health, whether it's our work, whatever area it's in, we've got to recognize that we can persevere through that roadblock. In Proverbs chapter number 16 and verse number 9 is going to be my text for tonight, today. It says this, The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs His steps. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, the Lord's directing your steps. The Lord is directing your steps right now. 
He guided you right into this house today, and He wants you to know He is directing your steps. The Lord has put an order out. He's put an order out for your steps. He wants you to walk in those steps of righteousness. He wants you to walk in those steps of peace. He wants you to walk in those steps of joy in the Holy Spirit. The Lord has put an order out on your steps. He's anointed your steps today. Somebody today needs to know that God has ordered your steps today. He's put an order out for your steps to guide you into righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And as the Lord has ordered your steps, ain't no roadblock. Come on, are you with me today? No roadblock, no setback is going to keep you from doing the will of God. Even no matter what you're going through, the Lord wants you to know. He's going to make your path straight. He got, all we got to do is take one step at a time. See, so many times we give up on our steps. We give up too easy on our steps. No matter how bad the race is, no matter how bad the setback is, do you have that real? No matter how bad that setback is, now, Joshua's going to show us a video of a young lady. I want you to see this. This young lady loses her shoe on a 220 run. But she didn't give up. Come on, watch her. She didn't give up. She kept on running. She kept on running. She kept on running. Come on, watch her. Watch her. Go Layla. <laughs> Layla ended up finishing first place. Even though she blew a shoe in the beginning. The Bible says the end of the matter is better than the beginning. She picked up the shoe and she took off running. Come on, sometimes whenever we have a setback, it makes us run a little bit faster. Come on, you may have a little bit of a delay right now, but the Lord wants you to know that that delay, that shoe that fell off your foot, is not the setback. God says you're coming back. You need to put it back on. You need to lace it back up. You need to get ready because you're about to finish the race. You're about to cut the, cut the line at the end of the race. To God be the glory. Not somebody else is going to cut the line for you, but you're going to do it yourself. Why? Because God has put an afterburner inside of you. He's put a turbo boost inside of you. And God is about to boost you forward today. To God be the glory. I don't care what the doctor's report says. Hallelujah. God's report says today, Junior, you are healed. You have a new heart. You have new arteries in the name of Jesus. I declare that over your life today. I prophesy that into your dry bones today. Come alive in Jesus' name. 
Come alive. They're coming alive right now, Junior. I release the power of healing over your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. You're being healed right now in Jesus' name. I declare it right now. Yes, he might have lost a shoe, but he's putting it back on and he's running forward right now. In the name of Jesus, you're healed in Jesus' name. I believe today there's something in the spiritual realm that God is about to do in this place. He's ordering our steps, church. He's ordering our steps. How do we handle roadblocks? Biblically, let me show you. Number one. You've got to, number one, you've got to check your motive. What is motivating you? What was motivating little Layla? Layla had some people that came to see her. Come on, I know we didn't hear the volume of the people yelling and shouting and cheering her on. But there were people that were shouting and they were, they were cheering her on. They saw the setback that she had. But she took and put that shoe back on. And she could hear them cheering her on. And as they began to cheer her on, it changed her motive. Come on, somebody today, you need to check your motive. You need to check your motive. Why are you at church today? Why are you here today? Hallelujah. Why are we here today? We're here to experience the presence of the Almighty. We're here to experience miracles, signs, and wonders. We're here to see God boost us to the next level in our life. We need to check our motive. God, I come to praise you. I didn't come for other people to see me today. I come to worship you. I come to give you glory. I come expecting a miracle today. Somebody today, you came expecting a miracle today. See, whenever they, those men, they lowered that man that was on a mat down into that, that house that Jesus was preaching at. There was household revival about to break out. Because they lowered him down. And when they lowered him down, he didn't come there uh, for everybody to see him. He came there for a miracle. Somebody today, you may have come to this house today for a miracle. All you got to do is just press in on God, lean in on God, and let God begin to do the miracle in your life. They begin to lower that man down. And then God began to order his steps. Jesus did the miracle right there in front of everybody. You know what he saw first? He saw his faith. Being lowered right down in there. Not only his faith, but the guys that were lowering him down. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody might have drove you to church today. Somebody's lowered you down into the church today. Hallelujah. And God is about to perform the miracle in your life today. I believe you're being healed, Junior. I believe strength is coming to your bones today. I, I can't get off that today because I just feel that there, God is empowering you today. There's a new motive that's happening on the inside of you because you, sir, have a story. And God's not done with you yet. 
You've got a big story, sir. We already got your testimony on video and people's heard it around the world. And the Lord wants you to know he's not done with your story. Come on, I need to speak that to somebody today. He's not done with your story today. He's not done with your story. He's still ordering your steps. What is your motive today? Our motive needs to be, I just come to praise the name of the Lord. I come to praise His name. Psalms 32 and verse number, number 8. It says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. And it's so easy for us to ask God to bless what we want to do without ever consulting what he wants us to do. If you truly are Christ followers, we must never forget we are his bond slaves and will be obedient to his will. We just need to be obedient. Why? Because we need to check our motive. God, I just want your will to be done. Not my will today, God, but your will be done. Hallelujah. Are you ready for point number two? Number two, we've got to check our relationship with God. Number one, we've got to check our motive. And number two, we've got to check our relationship with God. Every morning that we get up, we need to have a checkup from the neck up. We need to check our motive, our relationship with God every single day. God, today I'm going to praise you. No matter what the outcome is today, no matter how the outcome comes, I'm still going to praise you. Come on. I don't care how the, how the end of this year is going to end up. God, I'm still going to praise you. Come on. No matter what goes on, I'm still going to praise you. We need to check our motive and then check our relationship with God and put God first in our life and say, God, today is the day. Hallelujah. Some of us, we just need to remind God of the blessing that we need to have. We just need to remind him. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Romans chapter number 8, verse 14, it says, For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. We need to check our relationship with God. We need to have a check of our relationship every single day. We need to get up. What's our motive every day is to praise him. God, today, who can I be a blessing to? Who can I text message and be a blessing to? Who can I call and be a blessing to? Who can I go by their house and be a blessing to? We need to check our relationship with God and make sure our relationship with God is pure because what we put inside of us, a pure relationship with God, is what we're going to produce on the outside. And it would give us the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding to be able to do the things that God wants us to do. Be able to do that text message, to do that call, to bless one another in the house of God. Amen? We need to check our relationship with God.
Number three. We need to check your timing. Hallelujah. We need to check our timing. Timing is everything. We need to be at the right place at the right time. Hallelujah. I I, I believe you're at the right place at the right time in in this house today. Those that are watching on on Facebook Live and YouTube, uh, you're at the right place at the right time. Hallelujah. We we need to check our timing. We need to have a check on our timing. We always wonder, God, why am I where I am at this moment? Check your timing. Check your timing. I mean, there were so many times that I questioned God In the things that he had me do. Because. The things I wanted to do. Didn't happen as quick as I wanted it to happen. It wasn't my time. I wanted things to accelerate. I wanted things to happen so quick in my life. Whenever Iris and I first got married. Man I wanted to be an evangelist. I wanted to go on the road. Be on the road all the time. It didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen. I had to take the small steps. Come on. Sometimes we've got to take the small steps to get us to where we need to go. You may not be at the job that, you're at, that you want to be at right now. It may not be where you want, it, want to be right now. I, I remember whenever I, before I even, right after I got saved, I prayed for a job. I said, God, I need a job. I didn't, I didn't have any employment at all. But I needed a job. So I went to a church and I, they asked for prayer requests. I raised my hand and said, I need a job. But I was specific. I said, I don't want just any job. I want a job with a Christian that can teach me the word of God. Come on, are you with me today? Sometimes you've got to take some baby steps to get you to where you're at right now. You've got to come, sometimes reflect back on the timings that God had. I just prayed for a job. So after they prayed for me, after service, a lady came up to me, the pastor's wife, and said, hey, listen, I'm an assistant manager at Walmart. Won't you come and apply? I said, okay. I need a job. I went and I applied on Monday, on Tuesday. She, or Monday afternoon, she called me in for an interview, and she said, you start Tuesday night. I said, okay. She said, we shut down the store at eight, 8 o'clock at night, and from 8 o'clock to 8 o'clock, you're going to be cleaning floors at the church, at the, uh, at the Walmart. I need you to come in at 8 o'clock. So I came in at 8 o'clock, started sweeping the floors. The manager came up to me and says, oh, by the way, we have one other person that's going to be cleaning with you. I said, who's that? And she said, you're going to be locked in here with the pastor from the Assemblies of God Church here in King Fisher. Pastor Ron Bruner. Some of you have heard him preach here. Come on. You're going to be, you're going to be stuck in here with him. How many know that God's timing is better than our timing? It may not be where you want to be. Cleaning floors. Picking up gum off the ground. Scraping it off the ground. But God, 
was ordering my steps at that moment and he was planning the foundation in my life. I, I got a stack of notes about this thick in my, in my drawer, in my office drawer at home. It's memorizing scriptures. It's scriptures that I had memorized while working night shift with Pastor Ron Bruner. We got note cards, three, three, three by five note cards. And we would memorize scripture. We'd had to bring it. We worked Tuesdays and Thursdays. On Thursday nights was our night that we had to go over our memory verse. And we had to have it memorized. I memorized those scriptures. I was getting the word of God. See, I didn't understand the timing. Come on, I just got saved. I didn't understand the timing. But see, we got to have those stepping stones of life. Because God is ordering your steps. God wants somebody to know you may not be where you want to be right now. But God is ordering your steps. Your steps are being ordered by Him today. Check your timing. Come on, check your timing. Make sure you're in tune with God. Make sure you're in tune with God. Now, where are we at? Number four. Hallelujah. Proverbs 16, 9 says, The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. We got to recognize that God is directing our steps. He's taken us from one level to the next level to the next level. Now we're at step number four. Point number four. Now this is going to be a tough one for us sometimes. It's number four. Don't take roadblocks personally. Oh. Don't take a roadblock personally. Know that God's still in control. He may put that roadblock there to get you to the next level. Don't take that roadblock personally. It may feel like the setback of a lifetime, but the Lord's saying today, don't take it personally. Know that God is still in control. God still got this. I, I just need to speak that over you right now. God's got this situation. May not, may not be the outcome that you wanted, but God's still got it. He's still got it. So we got to check our motives. We got to check our relationship with God. We got to check our timing. Don't take roadblocks personally. Man, we want to all the time. Well, you know why we do that? Because we're control freaks. We like to control everything. Instead of just saying, God, I just want your will to be done, not mine. I, I just want your will to be done, not mine. Don't, so don't take the roadblocks personally. God still has a plan. He still has a motive in your life. Number five. The fifth point I have for you today is when you're sure, 
Don't let anything stop you. Hmm. When you're sure of what God has planted in your heart, just like little Layla, she was sure she was going to make, a, make it to the finish line. Yeah, she did. She did have a setback. <laughs> she didn't take it personally. She didn't care about the situation. She just put that shoe on and started running. Somebody today, you need to put the shoe back on and start running. You need, you need to put it on and start running. It may be a roadblock, but you need to recognize, hey God, I'm going to run with this. I'm going to run with this. I'm going to run till I win. That's exactly what Layla did. She ran till she won. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those girls may have looked faster than her, but she didn't give up, did she? She kept on a trucking. Somebody today, you need to keep on a trucking. <laughs> And let go and let God. Because God may have pulled you back for a reason. So He can launch you forward today. And God was about to launch somebody today. You, you can't let anything stop you. Don't let nothing stop you. Just keep on pressing in. Keep on pressing in. When you're sure, don't let anything stop you. Come on. Don't let nothing stop you today. Grandma Shirley, don't let nothing stop you today. Hallelujah. We can't let anything stop us. Man, that little Layla, she could have just gave up, just sat on the ground, said, I, ain't, I can't do it. I probably would have. Man, lose a shoe like that, you know you done lost. But that wasn't in her heart. What's in your heart today? Hallelujah. She, may, she is trained for that race. She was prepared for that race. All she could think of is the finish line. She, she wasn't thinking of that shoe being lost. I think she could have probably ran without that shoe. Hallelujah. Somebody today, you may have to run without your shoe. You may not have time to put that shoe back on in the process. God said, just keep on running. I'm going to take care of it for you. I'm going to take care of it for you. I'm going to give you God's speed. That's exactly what Layla got. She got God's speed. When you're not sure, don't let anything stop you. Come on. When you, when you know it, I, I know you guys have heard this, and this is one of my sayings. When you know it in your knower, know that God's got it. Because when God promises you something, it, it hits you in your knower. Come on, can I, am I speaking to somebody today? When God speaks a promise to you, it, it hits you in your knower. And if you know it in your knower, come on, tell your neighbor, if you know it in your knower, don't let anything stop it. Don't let anything stop it. Because if God's in the middle of it, you're going to finish just like Layla. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She... she she won in a landslide. She made them girls look bad. Hallelujah. So don't let anything stop you. If you know it in your knower, don't let it stop you. Colossians 3, verse 23 and 24 says, Whatever you do, do it. Do your work heartedly. As for the Lord rather than for men. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. 
It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. He's going to be the one that gives you the jewel. He's going to be the one to give you the crown. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you're sure, don't let anything stop you. Keep persevering. Number six, and I'm going to close with this one today. Number six, let's just go through them. Number one, check your motive. Number two, check your relationship with God. Number three, check your timing. Number four, don't take roadblocks personally. Number five, when you're sure, don't let anything stop you. And number six, this is the key point I want you to get a hold of today. Number six, trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Trust God. Because when we trust God, God will take care of every situation. Hmm. Every setback, every roadblock, He'll take care of it all. God wants to take care of it all for you today. God wants to take care. All He wants you to do is just trust Him. Don't trust man, trust God. Hallelujah. Don't trust man, trust God. And watch what God will do. In Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. We got to recognize. Huh, we just got to trust God. Trust Him in every area. Uh, my saying that just keeps popping up. I have it on my uh, desk at home. I put it on one of my little business cards. It says this. Trust the process. I've been holding on to that promise. Trust the process. Trust the steps that God is placing before you. Because God has ordered your steps. It, it, they may be, the stepping stones may be far and two between. But God says, you're going to be able to leap to the next one. It's okay. You may see a big, big gap between the stepping stones. God's going to help you get from one stepping stone to the next. He's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. <clears throat> Today is your day. We just got to trust God. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, trust in the Lord. Come on, everybody say that. Trust in the Lord. With all our heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him. And He will make your path straight. Hallelujah. We just got to trust Him. Trust Him in the process. It may not make sense right now. But we've just got to trust God. Today you may have a situation you just need to trust God in. Maybe in your finances. It may be in your health. I, I don't know where, what area of your life that God you need to trust God in. But you just need to give it over to God right now. The Bible says cast it all our cares upon Him. Because He cares for you. We got to cast it on Him today. Today we need to cast our worry. 
We need to cast our anxiety. We need to cast our sickness. We need to cast our finances. We need to cast our health. We need to cast our relationships on the Lord and trust the Lord with it. Hallelujah. Steps. God has ordered your steps. How many believe that today? God has ordered your steps. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.